Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWRAP.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Week 17 Mm -hmm. follow-up. And our last podcast, really, of the 2023 fantasy football season. Um, We will probably have something after the playoffs are done. Uh, Maybe after the Super Bowl follow-up with how everything went so first we're going to go over how we did i don't mm-hmm. did you play at all you you didn't I have, have the one, one game just it was that that dual week matchup with right. uh with caleb um and i ended up losing which is technically a win because i'm one spot you know one draft pick better yep um however you want to word that yeah so but yeah other than that that was that was yeah, the only in one dynasty if you're not uh if you're not winning you might as well be losing. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just my thought on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I p- had two games and uh, happened to win both of them. Nice. So, uh, two championships and a third place finish this year. Not bad. Um, ma- barely made my money back. Just kidding. <laughs> did did quite well uh, mm-hmm. monetarily. So, uh, and that includes splitting that one. I just, oh yeah, you know it. It was 250 for first and 50 for second, and nobody else gets paid. And, and I sat there thinking to myself, and going into the weekend, it was, or into Thursday, it yeah. was like 172 to 172 uh, estimated point score. And I was like, you know, 50 bucks, y- you lose 100 by mm-hmm. losing a close game. Yeah. You don't know who's going to go off because, I mean, how many do we play? We've got like, uh, two running backs, two receivers, two quarterbacks, a tight end, and then we've got like four additional flex spots. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. one guy goes <laughs> off, and and he had Brees Hall on on Thursday night, so nice. he was out to a nice lead. It, both of, I mean, he had Jerome yeah. Ford on the mm-hmm. bench. He had um, uh, Flacco on the bench. Yep. I had Simeon on the bench. Um, but it ended up, uh, you know, I went into, well, and the funny thing is I went into Sunday night and I was up by four points, yep. but it gave him a 25% chance of winning. Who did he have? Left? No one. No one? <clears throat> no. I oh, had, did you have a defense? No. No? No, he had, we don't have defense, remember? Oh, that's right. He yeah, had yeah. no one left. He had, everyone had played. <laughs> I was up by four. I had Tyson Chandler playing and it still gave him like a twenty five percent, and then four fumbles and zero well, yards. Yeah, and and Tyson <laughs> and Tyson, as he wasn't meeting his projection, mm-hmm. it actually raised his chances <laughs> of winning. And I'm sitting there going, "Wow, this is this is poorly done." Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. you know when <laughs> when one game is left, or one play, one person has a player left, mm-hmm. and no one else does, or the other guy doesn't. <laughs> He had no chance of. Yeah. I, I mean, yes, it it would have taken two fumbles. Mm-hmm. Actually, it would have taken less than two, fewer than two fumbles, because in our league we have a negative point for a fumble and a negative two more points for a fumble lost. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I I don't know why we have that. It should be negative one and negative one, because mm-hmm. if you're penalizing someone for just losing the ball. Mm-hmm. Then don't penalize him with another two off for yeah. a 
lost fumble. Yeah. So might be something to bring up in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a tweak that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like I want to do in the league that I've been in for so long mm-hmm. as kickers have started kicking more 55 yard plus mm-hmm. field goals. We give 10 points. That's crazy. For a 50. I, I played against someone who had a kicker who had two 55 yard plus <laughs> kicks in the same game yeah that's 20 points right there and i think we have to change that i think we have to say you know we give seven points at um 50 i think we should go 50 to 60 is seven points Mm -hmm. and if they kick a 60 yarder yeah and there were there were a couple 60 Mm -hmm. yarders this year Mm -hmm. so you know it it's still it's I just think it's it's kind of kind of silly to sit there and say, well, he kicked a fifty yard or so, or a fifty five, and we're mm-hmm. going to give him an extra, you know, three points on each of those. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we've had, you know, yeah, we, I mean, just last week or a week before, there were like four kickers in our league that had twenty plus points. But I think we also do yardage, um, you know, like that. Well, so ours like, is it's kind of yardage. Kind of, yes, and ours then, is like, a three pointer. You get an additional if it is over, you know, however many I forget, probably fifty-five or over. Yeah, because we do we do three points for anything under twenty-nine yards. Mm-hmm. Thirty to thirty-nine is four. Forty to forty-nine is five. Fifty to fifty-four mm-hmm. is seven, and then it jumps to ten. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think just, that's how we used to do it too, but now I think it's just strictly yardage. Yeah, maybe you know? maybe then, we're gonna have one, to do one, that one point per PAT. Yeah, so. I I want the NFL to institute a new rule, and I don't know if I mentioned it to you. What you do is after a touchdown and the extra point or the Mm -hmm. two-point conversion is run, on the the kickoff, ensuing kickoff, if the kicker can put it between the uprights. I think that was like six weeks ago you brought that up. Get an extra point. I mean, if you want to add a little fun to it Mm -hmm. i mean there are only a couple of kickers that can kick like (laughs) that it's true and you know you put it through the uprights extra point Mm -hmm. so it's an extra extra point (laughs) but it's only after a touchdown it's not uh, after After a a field goal not after a field goal because then field goals turn into potential Mm -hmm. four point plays every time and then it's just i mean for for betting purposes (laughs) and 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 point spreads and I mean, oh, here Jesus. we've got we've got we've got uh, Brandon Aubrey who can kick the snot out of the ball, or <laughs> or um, uh, Baltimore, Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker. You know, Justin Tucker would probably, especially if he's kicking, if he gets it after field goals, mm-hmm. he'd probably have like four of those a game yeah. at a minimum. But it would add a, a new flavor to to football. I mean, yeah. they changed it to include the two point conversion, mm-hmm. and they you know they change it to take away kick returns and you know you want to make it fun Mm -hmm. go out and find the best kicker find a guy keep a guy on your bench (laughs) just for kickoffs that can kick the crap out of the ball yeah so yeah uh players of the year Mm -hmm. top players of the year so i went through and through 17 weeks i took a look at the 17 uh the eight top players from each of the uh categories Mm -hmm. and I also put down their their where they were drafted in our league. So we had for quarterbacks we had Josh Allen, who had four hundred and fifteen point oh five points, led everyone in scoring. 
and he was taken in the second round. Jalen Hurts, 498.25, so about 17 points fewer. And 398? You said four. 300, yeah. <laughs> 398, uh, 25, sorry. Yep. Uh, about 17 points fewer than Allen. Mm-hmm. He was taken in the second round. Yep. Lamar Jackson, 372, so another 26 points below, taken in the third. Dak, uh, 362.15, so 10 points fewer, taken in the fifth. Mm -hmm. We had Purdy, who I drafted, 344.50 points. I got him in the 10th. Jordan Love, who was 339.15, and was taken in the, what does that say? Ninth. ninth. Yep, nine. We have Patrick Mahomes, who was number seven on the list at 322 or almost 322.55 or, or almost 100 points fewer than Josh Allen, who was taken in the first round. Oof. And we had Tua, who had scored 317.75 and was taken in the... Looks like the seventh. Seventh round. Yeah. So big discrepancy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Mahomes was a, a very poor first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like Purdy and Love really turned into great picks. Yeah. Tua was a pretty good pick, seventh rounder mm-hmm. with what he brought. I mean, even Dak at, you know, the, nothing wrong with taking Dak in the fifth and still no. getting that point production. Yeah, especially with the streak he went on towards the end of the season there of being like the one or two, you know, fantasy quarterback uh, for multiple weeks there right. to really push your team either into just making playoffs or, you know, um, if you were the rest of your roster was solid, really push it towards the top of the league. So, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, great value for Purdy and, you know, Jordan Love, who Jordan Love over the back half of the season was pretty consistent yeah. you know i mean yeah and that's PPR, the thing. you know in our in my league i since the joe burrow you know getting injured i was rolling with jordan love right um, i mean you look at yeah. any of these quarterbacks like you take a look at lamar mm-hmm. lamar for a while there i actually benched him mm-hmm. yeah and, he was bad for yeah a little while yeah back. i mean and and i've actually got some week by week stats for mm-hmm. him i mean i benched him in a dynasty uh super flex mm-hmm so you're running two quarterbacks out there, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any faith in him yeah. <laughs> because he was scoring like 16, 17, mm-hmm. 18 points a week. Yeah, there's uh, you want twenty two to thirty yards and like no rushing yards. Right, either, right, you know? and all the touchdowns were going to Gus Edwards. Mm-hmm. So you know, even though he finished third on the season, a lot of that was, I mean, he scored what forty one or so points this past yeah. week. Um, you know, he, he did have some good mm-hmm. games, but it was this. Yep. And you looked at Jordan Love over the last four, five, six mm-hmm. weeks, and it was, you know, yep. pretty pretty yeah. level. Yeah. It wasn't these monster games mm-hmm. versus some horrible games. Yeah. So, you know, it, it and like I you know, we've talked about I prefer a, a guy who is gonna come in and has less variance. So Yeah. So moving on to running backs, um, Isaiah Pacheco led the... <laughs> no, he didn't. In fact, Isaiah Pacheco didn't make the top eight. Um, CMC was number one at 326.3 points and was taken number one in mm-hmm. our league. Um, Mostert was at 242.7. So we are talking uh, 84 points fewer than... Than McCaffrey mm-hmm. in the same. I mean, 
in fact, I don't think I don't think Mostert missed any time. I mean, he may have gotten hurt during the yeah. game, but I don't. I, I we'll we'll look at that too. I mean, maybe he missed one. He was drafted in the sixth round, mm-hmm. number three overall. Kyron Williams with two hundred and twenty three point one zero points was a free agent, mm-hmm. was undrafted in my 16-team, two-running-back league. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, yeah, we talked about at the beginning of the season, they still had Cam Akers, and there was, you know, there was talk from the Rams saying that they're in a, a good place with Cam Akers at the beginning of the season, and then, obviously, you know, what happened, you know. You know, and I think started Cam, falling apart and then got traded. Cam, and, Cam was actually playing well yeah, he was. at the beginning. Yeah, he was. But... Kyron Williams also played well. Yeah, Kyron got hurt last year, I believe, came in and was just slowly getting integrated back in. And then once he was full go, I mean, you know, and we talked about it last, I think it was last week, um, you know, or even week before that Kyron missed four games this season. I mean, I think that's the... In the in the running back landscape of fantasy, that's like the, the big story for me is that he missed four games. And in this format... Um, I don't know if, if PPR, if he would be the number two or not, but, um, you know, yeah, he's the I number three in this format. So, right. you know, and like I said, I, I saw a video, you know, um, some guy with a fantasy podcast <laughs> was making a, you know, a way Here, too well, early. Just, yeah, you got to stop watching I everybody, other, everybody else's well, stuff. I watch ours. I watch okay. ours, you know, but, uh, you know, he, he was making it's a not, video. It's not the, working. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow okay uh, see you later guys see you next year um no uh <laughs> he made a, a way too early top 12 picks first round of his league and number 12 was kyron williams and i thought that was too low um i could see him going six seven even um well in in this you know, i mean who yeah. who, who, who are we missing we're missing chubb Yes, but I think the injury is going to scare a lot of people because it's the well, second I, time on that. But yes, I don't yeah, disagree. Yeah. But what I'm if saying is, this year's he only played one week, two, one part or two, of, two, maybe. part of the second yeah, week. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it's I mean he's he's been rehabbing for a full year. You're mm-hmm. right. I mean yeah. he I mean by the time he next year comes along, yep. he will have been a full year out yep. from the injury. But I mean, there's. You know who's missing from this? You know you talked about Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Well, Brees Hall came in at seven. So let's let's finish off the top yeah, yeah. the top eight. So we had Travis Etienne at two hundred eighteen point seven, a second round pick. Mm-hmm. We had Derrick Henry, one ninety seven point nine, a first round pick. So the difference between the three twenty six and the one ninety seven is a hundred and excuse me twenty nine points mm-hmm. between CMC and Derrick Henry, both first round picks. We had Rashad White go in the fifth round, 194.6. We had Brees Hall go in the fourth round, 191.5. And we had Mixon go in the first round, 191.4. Now, the difference between you know Henry, White, Hall, and Mixon, almost negligible. I mean, yeah. you're talking six, six points, points, six and a half points yeah. between those four guys. But... The rounds, you know, mm-hmm. two in the first, one in the fourth, one in the fifth. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, I think Rashad White will, if they can keep, If I, it sounds like Baker's going to stay 
from what I've been hearing, there's mutual interest between okay. Baker and the Bucks to say, <laughs> see what they do with Mike Evans. Um, I don't know contractually where like Chris Godwin was at because he was actually a pretty big disappointment this season too. Um, as a whole, I mean, he had a like one or two good games than other look really good against the packers well everybody does so um you know i think rashad white's gonna creep not everybody the vikings (laughs) didn't it was one of those magical joe barry pulled his head out of his rear end he didn't uh, well i'm not sure he pulled his rear out of i mean his head out of his rear end i I, everything just seemed to go the right way Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i mean it was it must have been a waxing moon on the. Oh no, that <laughs> that's was for the Lions. To give us, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like I think you know, Brees Hall, probably end of the first, creeping up in there. Yeah, you know, you know at the turn, yeah. probably. You know, yeah, if somebody I mean, wants to stack a, it, you know, a receiver with a running back right away at the turn, I could see him there. I could see Rashad White at like second if they can if they bring back you know Baker and Mike Evans. And, but what about a healthy there, Eckler? Yeah, I mean, what about, he'll be, he'll what about be, De- Delvin Cook? If he, I mean, he was just released. Not that it matters because yeah. he'll be a free agent next year, mm-hmm. unless someone signs him to a two-year deal. Yeah, I think it depends but, on the situation where he goes. I mean, granted, like we said, he's only what a year, year and a half, two years removed from one year, one year from being, you know, a thousand, a four, four time mm-hmm. four four consecutive season hundred or thousand yard yeah. rusher yeah and I he's just, he's a that one's going to be tough with cook i mean eckler i could see I, I could see again cmc and eckler one and two for running backs just because they're still that gigantic receiving especially ppr receiving work that eckler gets um but i mean just on a i mean do you see most up near the top again he is was good and stayed healthy he did, but and, he's old, and and Achan and Achan took yeah. a lot of carries and I know. and everything from yeah. him, and he was still number two. Well, he scored a. Sh- it was his like. I mean, I don't know what his yardage was and everything, but it, he was. I think he was closer to um, Jamal Williams than. Oh, I. I mean, not like not where he only has like. 500 rushing yards yeah. but he scored 18 touchdowns right. like i know he was he was over a thousand mm-hmm. but he had a lot of touchdowns he did and that's what boosted it uh, you know i mean most like i said he's he's fairly old and he's been yeah pretty just, fragile his just, whole, and, and, but, and i see kyron williams being a top you know top five running backs mm-hmm. and and like i said you know in in our format yeah where there were probably eight to ten running backs in mm-hmm. the first round oh yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. that that you know three of the top three of the first round picks made it into the top eight and you know uh i think taylor was actually right at the no, beginning no. of the second round because he was all that all that yeah, he was injured and right then, you knew yeah. he was going to miss a little time mm-hmm. up front um, and you had Eckler in there, yeah. and you had um, Chubb in there, and you you know there were some good running backs that didn't have the years that yeah. we expected. But this, mm-hmm. you know, and and I had you know in in the other league that I won, that I drafted CMC with like the third or fourth oh, yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, I remember you. And and that. people were like, "Oh, you you went that high on a running back," and I'm like, "That high on a running back?" I mean. Look at the point <laughs> difference. Yeah. You're talking 84 yeah. points 
to the next best running back. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, I pick up the free agent, Kyron Williams. Yeah. So, I mean, I had two of the top three running backs. Mm-hmm. So, weird. Well, um, you know, and then with running backs, too, you know, next year you're looking at, like, Jameer Gibbs. Bijan Robinson. Bijan, especially, especially if the Falcons finally make a smart move and get rid of Arthur Smith right. in the offseason and maybe a, a Aaron draft Jones. a quarterback. A healthy Aaron Jones. If he's still in Green Bay. Well, yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess even anywhere. If you go somewhere where he's the primary. Right. I mean, yeah. That too. If he stays healthy. That's, I mean, that's the thing. There's so there many, are so many guys out there yeah. that, that can be in the top 10. I mean, if he either yeah. stays in the Raiders or goes somewhere else after this season, because they got him on the one year, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, he goes somewhere. You know who knows? Yeah, he's you still know. young. Yeah, I mean this so. was just this was year five, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. So, moving on to our wide receivers, we've got uh, a, a close one and two. Mm-hmm. Tyreek, uh, a first round pick, had two hundred and fifty one point six points, and Ceedee Lamb, a second round pick, had two hundred and forty seven point seven. So you're talking all of four points between the two of them. Um, impressive. Mm-hmm. Then you had in the sixth round, Mike Evans with 203.3, but that's a 44 point drop off from second to third. But so you get him that late. I think that's about where I had got him in our PPR. It was either the sixth or the seventh. And then right before play or right at the, like the last day of the trade deadline traded him for David Montgomery. Cause I needed running back help. Um, but for him to end up at three and you're getting him in the sixth. Yeah. He said, I mean, for value, actual pick value, he's one of those top guys, right. you know, this right. season for fantasy. Right. Um, moving on, we have Amon Ross St. Brown at 191.5. He also went in the second round. Yeah. A.J. Brown, 186.7, second round. D.J. Moore, 186.1. Mm, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, third round. Then we come to our first free agent in the wide receivers, and that's Puka Nakua. <laughs> yep. Uh, 154 point or 100, 185.4 <laughs> and then Debo third round pick 182.6 so the difference between two I mean three and eight is negligible mm-hmm. I mean you're talking 20 points mm-hmm. over the course of 17 games I mean that's barely over a point yeah um, all of them second through third round except for Mike Evans and Puka mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I mean Puka, Puka is making a name for himself. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm guessing probably, uh, it dep- I mean, I don't think uh, Cooper Cup is headed anywhere. I would highly doubt it with his, well, now with his injuries, two years back-to-back. Right. Um, you know, Nate, you know that one, he was, missed time and came back and missed time, you know, and then Puka with that crazy like what was that like a three four week stretch where he was just the beginning of the season yeah, where he was yeah, catching it was just ridiculous yeah, yeah 12 14 <laughs> catches a week yeah so um yeah you know you you missing you know like you look at the list and you don't see you know Devonte who's you know perennial top four bad situation yeah bad that bad situation um you know jamar chase obviously with all the Injured. issues with cincy this yeah, year with, with his Burrow. own injuries yep. burrow's injuries yep yeah, um, no. You know, so you're seeing some, and and the funny know. thing is, you know who was ninth? Brennan Ayuk. Yeah, that makes sense. So you went back to back with <laughs> San Fran players yep. there. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, yeah, uh, Puka is definitely uh, a 
probably a top six because I don't see Mike Evans necessarily repeating. I see Tyreek repeating. I see Lamb repeating. Amon Ra, AJ Brown. I'm not sure about DJ Moore yet. Yeah, depends um, on what they do he, through the draft. <laughs> well, and and he had a monster mm-hmm. week that accounted for the majority of yeah. his points. Yeah, um, I mean he scored 186 I and he had 40. That week. Yeah, 42 yeah. points or something mm-hmm. that week. Yeah, I played so, against him that week. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean he he didn't do a whole lot other than I mean mm-hmm. I I was looking through it and I actually you know. We'll get to that, but I wrote down some numbers for some of these guys, and he was in the five six range a lot of the the times. So, yep. moving on to our tight ends, we've got um, at number one with one hundred and forty four point four points, picked in the ninth round, Laporta, Sam Laporta. Does that surprise you at all? No, I mean it well, doesn't I mean, surprise the fact you that he's a rookie. Yes, but I mean just watching him play and he was involved early. You know, that was kind of the big thing. He wasn't like wasn't like a lot of, you know, some of the rookie tight ends you see that come in in the first eight, nine weeks. They're really slow, and they're yep. getting, you know, four targets a week, you know, three, five, you know. They're, the interesting you know, he thing was just is involved immediately. you've got Amon Ra at four, mm-hmm. you've got Laporta at three, and you've got no golf. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, he, he probably he, wasn't too – too much farther no, down no, that he list. Wasn't. So um, um, it, it was just surprising yeah. to see him out of the top eight with the other guys from the team up there. Two of the receivers. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's funny because you remember when they they made that trade and they sent Stafford over there and they got mm-hmm. Goff and they got you know lots of picks and mm-hmm. everything else. I think they won the. Uh, well, I mean, depending upon it's how you been, look at it, I think it's been pretty fair. I, I, mean, I mean, LA I won their Super Bowl. Yeah. But Goff is playing extremely well, mm-hmm. and th- with the the think pieces that they were able to attain in yeah. that trade, they're now the NFC champion, uh, mm-hmm. NFC North, North champions. Yeah. So, well, that's that's you know, yeah, as, as the team trading away Stafford and getting all these pieces, you have to nail those picks or else obviously you, you lose every time right. so they've done a very good job i mean I'll, I'll give the props to the lions as a packers fan you know it's been a long time since they, they've had something to be excited about right, right you know even the years of prime you know megatron with stafford i mean that, they, those two are always super fun to watch but the rest of the team was horrible right you know so now they finally got a good team got a good defense some you know, really good young pieces, obviously in Laporta and then Hutchinson being in his second year and Jameer Gibbs and you know, they've done a good job there. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I think I think Laporta's I mean he's he'll be I think it's it's tight ends tough, you know, in drafts because right, right. I mean you look at all the I mean, Kelsey obviously, you know, he's the only one in the top three rounds, four rounds or Hawkinson went in the fourth, it looks like, in this one. So, right, and Hawk, Hawk you know. is the only one, I mean, being injured for, you know, what is it, three weeks or so yeah. of well, that? And you look at his situation. You know, you got Kirk Cousins to start the year, and then Kirk is out. You know, for him to still end up as the fourth right. tight end, you know. Impressive. Is, yeah, is impressive in, 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 the, yeah. in his own right. So, so moving yeah. on, we had Kittle picked in the fifth round, mm-hmm. uh, 140.2 points. Which that one was, uh, Kittle was uh, either... You took him right. there, or you just completely passed well, on and, him in the draft. Yeah, you know, and, you, and Kittle yeah. still had the mm-hmm. big games 
and the disappearing act. Yes. So, I mean, I would rather have a Laporta. I would rather have Hawkinson. I mm-hmm. would rather almost have Komet uh, than some of the than a Kittle or you know some of the other mm-hmm. guys. Um, next, we go on to Kelsey, who was 126.4, picked in the first round. We had Hawkinson at 124 points, picked in the fourth round. We had Njoku, picked in the sixth round, 120.2 points. Komet, picked in the eighth round, mm-hmm. 104 points. Your favorite, Taysom Hill, 103.55, picked in the 14th and last <laughs> round. A great value, I guess. It was. <laughs> and Evan Engram. 102.4 picked in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, between, so you had the two at the top. Yep. And then you had three in the middle, Kelsey, Hawkinson, yep. and Njoku. And then you had the three that came in. I mean, there still was only a, a 42 point difference between Laporta and Engram. Yeah. You know, and this was, you know, that was the, you know, going back to Kelsey just because he's been you know the tight end for the last however many seasons um you know this was not even a risk because he's still the number three but you take him in the first round you know which is where he's been going forever because the value has been there You're, you're winning that tight end matchup you know he's Kelsey would go out and you know outscore your opponent's number one receiver on right. week, you yeah. know, so yeah. he's offsetting or even your that, running back that too, you know, so he's, you know, the value was so great for him there at the positional battle, but you know, like this year you take him in the first, you know, he still ends up as the third, but you know, if you hit, you know, like you said, if you hit on, you know, if you hit on Laporta all the way in the ninth or even later, because he's, you know, a rookie and, um, Granted, he was coming in and he was, you know, already built. Yeah, to and be you have to starter, remember that but, sixteen you know, teams, yeah, makes it such that you know, in a, a ten, eight or ten or twelve, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't have seen Laporta necessarily drafted. Yeah, and and I get that, and and people mm-hmm. have to realize that this is a sixteen team league. So when we yeah. say first round, well, first round is still sixteen deep. Yeah, much different than the other ones. But well, he was we our, use this for all of our scoring yeah, in, and uh, in the PPR draft that Brittany, you know, that Brittany's in. She took Kelsey one because she's it's Travis Kelsey whatever but you know well you know and i mean I've it taken, wasn't a bad I've pick taken him but in the i first think round. she was at she was at either pick five or six yeah, might have been so a, little, a early. little early but she asked me if she could do it and i'm like it's your team i mean you know if you hit it's still a great right, pick right you know if if he's 40 points above and he's been there mm-hmm. if he's 40 to 60 points better than the next best tight end yeah. you've won yeah it's just now these years you know well this year and then sent a specifically next year too i think is going to be where you really are taking a gamble if you're going to take him early like that again but it depends i mean if they were to trade for a a wide receiver Mm -hmm. if they were to be able to get a mike evans yeah um or someone else Mm -hmm. his value is back up I agree because it'll take a lot of heat off of him because I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. Uh, MVS is probably going to be gone. They're going to just what? kick him out of there. No. Did you watch him drop that one? No. I, it was a needed the first down. It was a little behind. You know, he was running towards the sideline. You know, Patrick's back here. It was a little behind, but still hit him 
right on the ground and they showed the angle of Kelsey who was running the mirror route on the other side turned because he saw Patrick throw it and as soon as MVS dropped it he just like punched the air and you could tell he was just upset so yeah. he's gone and they're gonna it'll be interesting to see what they do with Tony too with all of his Ooh. struggles I mean yeah. they, they traded for him which hurts because you know that's some capital that you did put into him um, yeah I mean Rashi Rice, Rice has looked yeah. I mean he's been their best you know, receiver, but he's been their right. only receiver. Exactly, but he's I mean, it's looked, him and Kelsey he's looked good too. You know, he passes to me. Passes the eye test. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. is a big yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, but they need they need to draft. Oh yeah. A, another receiver early, mm-hmm. and they need to trade or oh, for sure pick up a free agent. Yeah. Um. Or they're just they're just not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I totally agree. It's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. So I put together a little redraft. Um, I redrafted in in my 16 team league. I redrafted for myself, and I based it on where these people went. So I was able to get two top eight uh, wide receivers, three running backs, three wide re- uh, excuse me, two quarterbacks, three running backs, three wide receivers, two tight ends, two kickers, and two defenses, mm-hmm. based on where they went, mm-hmm. where I picked. So if if there was a second round player, I couldn't have him because I picked last in the second round. Yep. So I didn't even I didn't look to well obviously I picked last in the second round, so yeah. I didn't pick him, so <laughs> yeah. I didn't get him. So with the first overall pick, I took CMC. Naturally. With the second over or not overall, mm-hmm. with with my second round pick, which was thirty second, I took Lamar. Third round, I took DJ Moore. Fourth round, I took Mike Evans. So this is completely against the way I draft in my league. Especially in that league. Right. I mean, (laughs) where you know that there are uh, 16 teams going after 32 running backs, Mm -hmm. starting running backs, this doesn't happen. Yep. Next, in the fifth round, I took Mostert. Sixth round, I took Komet. Seventh round, crazy me, I took the Browns because I could. Eighth round, I took Sam Laporta. Ninth round, hey, double down. I'm going to take <laughs> the Cowboys. <laughs> Next up, and, and the Cowboys finished one and the Browns two mm-hmm. uh, statistically for defenses. Yep. And I, I went based on when they were picked. Mm-hmm. Then I took um, Purdy at, at 10, uh, 10th round, yep. where I took him originally. Yeah. Then I went with um, Hopkins, the, the kicker. Browns, Browns kicker. Yep, Dustin Hopkins, <laughs> yep. the Browns kicker, who was actually the second best kicker. Then I took Brandon Aubrey with the 12th round pick, uh, who was the number one kicker. Mm-hmm. Then I went Kyron Williams, who was a free agent running back. So I took him in the 13th, and I took mm-hmm. Puka, Puka Nakua in the 14th round at wide receiver. And... If you would have looked at me at the beginning of the season, you probably would have gone, yeah, you know, it's it's a pretty good team. And although I, I would have gotten laughed at for the Browns and then coming back for the Cowboys mm-hmm. and then drafting two kickers back-to-back. Yeah. But at the end of the year, you would have sat there and said, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not a fair team. You know, I, I would put that online and people would say, what are you in an eight-team league? Mm-hmm. I mean that this actually resembles a little bit of my eight-team league team that I won the championship yeah. in. Well, at the beginning, you know, if you go, you go, 
you finish the draft with this lineup. I would, for me, I would look at it and I would go, you know, DJ Moore is going to be up and down. Yep. Truly depends on Justin Fields, how he does this season. I loved, I, I was Mike Evans all off season. I was like, if I can get him in later rounds, yep, for sure, you know, I'll take him just because he's, you know, the guy's basically, he's a walking thousand yard receiving season, right? Wide receiver. Right. I mean, you know, um, and if his, tu- if his touchdowns, you know, spike a little bit, you know, like I said, he can finish third overall for, with, you know, one of the better value picks in the, in the fantasy draft, you know, so I'd be like, well, you know, receivers, you know, maybe a little light, not you know, a little shaky just because of the variation of DJ Moore. You know, like you said, the majority of his points came on one week. Right. Um, you know, tight end too, you know, doubling down on the Bears with Komet, you know, and then Laporta, rookie, who's had some hype. I okay, you know, I you know, I like that one. Um obviously two defenses, I just you know <laughs> I just never would do it, but I, I mean, I you know, I either. But I, I in hindsight, did it. doing this, you're like, well, yeah, I take them there. I get that outcome there, right. that outcome, right? You know, and then, but you know, the thing that stands out, you look at at this roster, you go, you have the one, two, and three running back on the season. I do in this roster, you know. Yep. But again, beginning of the season, you'd go, all right, well, CMC one overall, of course. Yes. You know, he's probably gonna barring injury probably gonna end up the number one running yep. back but then you look at Mostert, you're like okay he's in a good spot but they brought in this rookie you know lightning quick big yep. playability you're like ooh, you know granted you know hn was uh you know he's a little underside undersized and that kind of showed with his you know his uh, durability this right. season so you're like oh okay you know that one might turn out and then you go well kyron williams they still got cam Akers. Sounds like, you know, Cam's the number one, yeah, you know, yeah. you're, you're but you're, throwing, like I said, without that knowledge, you're looking at it and you're like, eh. you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you got but it right. I you took, Cam, it Akers. Now when you're I took like, Cam Akers in the third. Yeah, exactly. And you look at this, you know, with our knowledge now at the end of the right. season and you're like, holy shit, you know, right, this, right. this, this is a you monster, should, right. monster. This, this is a yeah. stupid, stupid team. And, yeah. and so I ran some of the numbers. Now, what I did was I, I did not go back and forth and say, well, this guy had a better week, and this guy, blah, 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 and this guy, you know, because Lamar, I actually sat out for a while, like Mm -hmm. I said, in one of my leagues. But taking Lamar as my starter and only filling Purdy in the week that Lamar was on by, Mm -hmm. having CMC and Mostert as my running backs and only putting in Williams when I needed him, having Evans and DJ Moore, not, not Puka, Having Evans and DJ Moore as and and here looking at DJ Moore, 2.5, So outside of you know the the ten, the ten, the nineteen, the forty three. Mm-hmm. And a fifteen point six and an eleven point four. He was five points or or below. Yeah. Every week, but he was in my lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laporta was my starter. Komet only filled in when he was g- gone. Aubrey was my starter. Hopkins was because Aubrey ended up number one. Yep. And Hopkins number two. And I went with the Cowboys and only filled in the week the that they were on by. Yep. And I matched up my. I went through my scores now. Understand that in our league, 
100 to 110 points is an excellent week. And the highest score, <laughs> I, I scored the second highest score of the week in week one of the playoffs with 133 points nice. or 135 points mm-hmm. or whatever. Second highest score of the week. Yeah. Here are the points that I would have scored. 108, 179, excuse me, 149, 126, 150, 121, 90, 134, 109, 69, but I needed another running back because it was um, Mostert's by and Williams was still out hurt. Mm-hmm. 79, 125, 132, 152, 134, and 116. I only ran it out for 15 of the weeks. Of those 15 weeks, the only week I would have lost was the one I scored 69 in. Mm-hmm. Even the 79 points. Which is a win anyways because, if you score 69 points. Yeah. But but I was doing it based on my schedule yeah. because I was redoing my draft, mm-hmm. and that's what would have happened. Yeah. I would have had a 13-1 team, and I would have won the first round of the playoffs. I, I probably yeah. would have won rounds two and three, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm just... You know, to give to give you an idea of, you know, because people are always, you know, the the draft makes everything. Mm-hmm. The draft is the majority of where you end up. Yeah. And you know, it's it's funny because I always look at Bleacher Report and they'll redraft the the NBA 2019 team <laughs> yeah. and blah blah yeah. blah. And, well, and, they do and they'll with, do it they in do football it with too. Every major sport they right. can, they do it. Yeah. But yeah. So so I wanted to do that, mm-hmm. and I wanted to show you know. And I it, it had to be my team because I had the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. And you take CMC out of this, and it changes it dramatically yeah. because CMC is you know far and away mm-hmm. the most valuable player in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't even think it's close. No, I mean, yeah, with just with the the point differential between one and two. I mean, there's truly. It, I mean, even if you look at like like Tyreek. But then you had CD Lamb, you know. Yeah, they were pretty much the same. And and you're you know, still but, only talking, you know, 48 yeah. points between one and three. Yep. Here you're talking a uh, hundred points mm-hmm. between one and three. Yeah. Um, and and you know, uh, he was fifth in the league in scoring behind only four running uh, or four quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, usually you expect your quarterbacks yeah. to be the top ten or so. Mm-hmm. CMC is a different type of player that if he stays healthy, far and away, the best player in fantasy football. Yeah. And like I said, third or fourth round or third or fourth pick in that one league. Yeah. That's crazy. I I hope and pray for the, you know, I actually, I actually considered (laughs) Nick Chubb in, in my 30 plus year league. I mean, he had the you know the process. He was, wasn't was he, was I mean it. Yeah, in, in he that, hadn't proven in, himself enough in receiving though. Well, that's the thing, but you know, in that thirty plus year, what that's standard scoring, correct? Yep. Yeah, I mean, so th- the process is there. You don't get points for all these receptions nope. that CMC might you get, get yards and TDs, and that's where Nick Chubb is. You know, that's where his value boosts is in standard scoring format because right. he doesn't catch passes. Right. What was coming out all off season was the Browns were like, Nick Chubb's our do it all. Like he's going to be our, you know, basically without them saying it, he's going to be our CMC. You know, he's right. going to be the guy. 
getting all the carries, all the work, you know, maybe bringing in, you know, I mean, it would have been Jerome Ford because he was their backup anyways before they brought in Kareem Hunt you right. know, after the injury. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, truly, yeah, in a standard, I mean, granted, I mean, CMC had the, the fully healthy year year before, but you're still, I mean, for me, those two years because I got screwed by him both years just still lingers that there's that possibility i know you know so i mean yeah i could have yeah i wouldn't have faulted you you know if you if you would have won i mean obviously hindsight you know you have the injury but in the draft you're like you're seeing all this about nick chubb and you know and i I just i yeah as a pure runner nick chubb is probably tied with cmc for the best running back in the league yeah but i i i am at the point where until i mean and cmc is out this week although Mm -hmm. they don't need him yeah because they're guaranteed yep. the the buy, yep. but you know, and, but that injury, yeah, it scares me a little. But it's it's a minor calf thing. He mm-hmm. probably could have played. In fact, I'm sure he would have if they needed him to. Yep. And and but I sat there and I I thought to myself, there's no, you know, you might as well live and die with CMC. I mean, like I said, three leagues, one two of them. The one I didn't win was this one. Yeah. Um, where, you know, I five for third, you know, it's, it, I, I would take him again. I yeah. would take him one. Mm-hmm. I will take him one anytime that I am number one. Yeah, I agree. I will take him if he's ever available when I draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I, you know, until he's, he shows again that he can't stay healthy, I'm, I'm on his uh, his side again. Well, it's just you know it's the same with Travis Kelsey. You know, I mean, yeah. he's probably still going to be the number one tight end taken. You know, next year because you would assume, you know, you got smart head coach and Andy Reid, and obviously there's you know a lot of frustration you can see with the Chiefs. You know, got Mahomes yelling at guys on the sidelines, and Kelsey tossing his helmet Mahomes the other week, and, and my auto. You know, yeah. yeah, so you know, there's a lot of. You know, I you got a, a smart head coach and a good front office there in, in Kansas City. They're gonna, you know, I think they already have some plans of you know what they're gonna try and do and in, in the well, offseason. He missed here. he missed a game or two. Yep. Um, um, but I, yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I I I'm not taking him in the first round anymore. No, I I I've never have. I just like I said, I it's nice. You know, like I said, those years where you do hit and he, you know is your number one receiver in the tight end slot on your team it's it i'm sure it's really nice and that's been you know the um the reasoning behind why he's been in the first round me personally you know if i can find you know like i said hawkinson in the fourth is nice i took andrews in the third and barring injury probably would have finished up you know in that top top four top five for sure well hawkinson probably would have been i mean he would have passed kelsey Mm -hmm. he may have been there's one or yeah, two potential so i mean yeah, you give him I mean, three weeks of another 10 points a week yeah he's he's up there yeah you know or you know yeah you take you know Injoku in the six i mean Injoku. i mean in this league in the six you know he probably went later in a lot of leagues too um you know he well, was even on the you know six is late for for that league yeah because yeah. he got 16 teams right correct. that's what i mean yes but yeah i mean so i'm it, saying too like that's he was on that's he was on round. he was on free agency half the season yeah. in our ppr in our ppr league ninjoku and but that's because he again started out slow right and then really came on here in the last you know six weeks or so um 
you know, five weeks, whatever. Well, he, so. he did poorly with everybody um, not named Joel Flacco. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. So, so, you know, playing for Deshaun, Deshaun wasn't looking for him. Deshaun was mm-hmm. looking to go downfield to Cooper. And, yep. and I mean, it, yes, the injuries, and they're like I, I think we talked about in a week, in the last few weeks, the number of big injuries that we've had yeah. this year to, you know, quarterbacks mm-hmm. to, um, I mean, there's another guy. You you talk about um, a, a quarterback who would have been in, easily in the top eight. Joe Burrow? No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh. Top eight <laughs> would have Rogers. been. No. Well, maybe. 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 I mean. I'd go tap 10 probably. Yeah. I know it was going to be Kirk, Burrow was going to be Cousins. there. Kirk, yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins would have been still a top six yeah. QB had he not gotten injured. Yeah, like, and I, I, I think Burrow would have been too if he would have came in healthy or they would have, I think even if they would have sat him for the first yeah. two, three weeks. Yeah. I mean, a healthy Burrow and, you know, and Jamar. I mean, granted, T. Higgins was not good this season because well, he was he's injured, injured early. And stuff, yep. But, you know, but I mean, I think, I think Burrow probably would have, I think you would have had Mahomes, and even though Jordan Love had a really good season for his first, you know, um, as a starter, I think, you know, you would have had, you know, Kirk and Joe, and then, yeah. you know, in that 9, 10, 11 range would have been the Rodgers, Tua, Mahomes, Jordan Love, you know. Probably, yes. There, so, yeah. I So, you know, we were talking about the whole Kelsey thing. If you, mm-hmm. if you knew that Kelsey – and you never know yeah. if you knew that Kelsey was going to score 60 points more than the next closest tight end, would you take him in the top one at uh, top round? That all, I mean, again, like we said, fantasy football is so nuanced. It depends on where you're drafting. If he's going to score 60 more than the next tight end. If I'm at anywhere between set, say you're in a 12 team league. Um, if I'm anywhere between 12, yeah, anywhere between even seven potentially, depending on if you had somebody else you were targeting there and they're already gone. You know, your bat, your contingency at seven might be Kelsey, but yeah, anywhere from eight to twelve. If I knew that's what was going to happen, I mean, I still wouldn't just because that's not how. Like personally, I just yeah. I just don't like doing that. But um, I have no problem if somebody did. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the quarterbacks. Um, you know, it used to be that I would have con- considered taking Mahomes as the number one pick. I didn't this year consider. I mean, no. I mean, not the number one pick, the first first round. Yes, um, my my Your number, number one, one pick. Um, I you know I've considered it in the past mm-hmm. when you get to the nine, ten, eleven, twelve pick in a sixteen team yeah. league. Uh, didn't consider it at all this year because mm-hmm. obviously with one and thirty two, I wasn't getting any of those <laughs> picks. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my draft becomes a lot easier because you're going 30 yeah. picks before you're going to draft again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you look at the, the difference and, you know, like we said, there's a 100 point difference between or, or a 98 point difference between the top quarterback and the top or the eighth quarterback. Mm-hmm. And there is a 135 point difference between the top running back and the eighth running back. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else do you see that thing. You know, no. the 69 points between uh, wide receivers and only 42 between tight ends. Mm-hmm. That tells me that as the tight ends get 
closer and closer in value, you don't draft a top or a tight end in, yeah. until the well. There's I mean tenth the round tight ends now too. Some of the younger guys like I will obviously Laporta, you know Hawkinson. You know I mean he's been around for a little bit. Well, even and a Joku Tucker, Tucker Craft. Yeah, you get some of these guys. You know you get like uh, you know potential. Uh, Laporta for next year, depending if he goes somewhere, would be Brock Bowers right. from Georgia. Yeah. You know, you got new guys coming in, younger crop of tight ends coming in, yep. who are more in the mold of a Kelsey Kittle kind of, right. you know, that, you know, better receiving, you know, more hybrid, um, you know, tight end. Um, so it could make where, I mean, you, you know, might- in the past, like tight end and like, you know, when I first started and up until probably about, Four years ago, I would just punt tight end position right. in drafts, and I would try and find uh, Stafford in the eighth, Kirk, you know, seventh, yep. eighth. You know, I'd try Purdy and find in, somebody. in the tenth. Exactly. I'd try and find somebody there that who could be consistent but have spikes. But, you know, you know, like some of these, you know, uh, some of the quarterbacks in that spot, like, like a Trevor Lawrence even. I mean, he was going in like, the sixth round you know justin herbert but so, you know i mean that's missing on this list too herbert yeah you know that one you know so so yeah. purdy was actually the 160th pick because he was mm-hmm. the last pick in the 10th round yeah i mean that's that's yeah. probably more than more players taken than you guys even take i mean in a 10 team league that's Lord. 16 people yeah or 12 yeah 12 team league and I forget how many rounds we do. Fifteen. Yeah. So I mean, right rounds, at the yeah. end of the draft, yeah. yeah, is where Purdy would go yep. in in your draft. Yeah, and, so, yeah, that's, and, like I said, that's how I used to draft was just punt tight end because yeah. you could find somebody like well, a Comet or well, look at whoever. Look at you know. um, I mean, look at where. Think of where um, um, Trey McBride would be if he actually had played the whole season. The whole season, yeah. Um, who was the other one I was thinking of? Greg um, Dulcich from Greg Dulcich. Denver. If, he, if they would thin out that ridiculous – granted, there's a lot of injuries, but Denver has a ridiculously deep yeah. tight end room. For yeah. no, they've got like six tight ends for no reason. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who the other one was. There was another guy that uh, – um, wrong situation or, or just didn't uh, – oh, Dalton Kincaid. You know, for yeah. for the first while, because it was Dawson Knox seeing yeah. most of it, and yep. then Dalton Kincaid came on, and then Dawson Knox came back, and Dalton Kincaid fell down yeah. again. And you know, it's it's one of those. It's that's an interesting position where you know I see these top eight, and I know of four or five or six other guys who mm-hmm. could easily be. Yeah. which is which is why you know I'm back to. I don't like drafting tight ends no. until late. Yeah, um, Dalton Kincaid well, at, was probably the twelfth uh, round yeah. pick for me. Well, you look at you know somebody who was going in the fourth, you know, probably around Hawkinson and Kittle was Darren Waller. Yeah, who hor- I mean, goes into a uh, what looked like was going to be an, a good situation because in all off season and preseason, apparently the but reports then you lose were, your starting quarterback. Daniel Jones was. I mean, they'd have to take Darren Waller out to make Daniel Jones throw to somebody else. Right. And, you know, that's he flew up draft boards and, you know, he got taken. Like I said, he was around Hawkinson and Kittle in that fourth, fifth round. You know, Daniel Jones goes down. Wall, I think Waller got hurt before Daniel Jones uh, 
you know, Waller missed a good right, chunk of the right. season, you know, and then and comes then back Jones to a horrible quarterback situation right. and on a on a horrible team, you know, a bad With no team. offensive line. Exactly. Right. So, you know, you get stuff like that. I mean, you know, like I said, fantasy is so nuanced that, you know, in, in the moment you're like, this is the best pick for me right. in this round at this position. And then two weeks in, i.e. a Nick Chubb, one bad injury and – now you're down your first or second, you know, pick in, right. in your draft. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it happened to me with Cam Akers, third round, first pick in the third round. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I thought he was going to be the starter there and boom, yeah, I lost disappears. Third and fifth between Mark Andrews and Joe Burrow and yep. a couple other pieces in my league this year. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like one of the guys in our league and he made it to the, the Super Bowl but lost or the championship mm-hmm. and lost was uh, a guy who always says, well, it's, it's just luck. It's it's not just I mean it plays into it yes a, a lot of it yes <laughs> yeah. a lot of it is and you know it you can't control who gets hurt etc mm-hmm. um, which is why I love the dynasty mm-hmm. because the benches are deep enough and you don't have to redraft every year and take the chance that guys are getting hurt yeah. You want to make a trade? Make a trade. Mm-hmm. You've got draft picks for the rookies that are coming out. Yep. You've got free agents. You know, you've got so much going on. I was uh, I was reading a uh, uh, someone had posted something in one of the uh, uh, Facebook fantasy uh, groups that mm-hmm. I'm in, and they're playing in week 18, and. It, all it was, you know, the, the guy was like, well, you know, what do I do? We got to play week 18, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was like, well, get out of that league. Yeah, well, why would I sure. get out of the league? You know, it shows more more from a guy as a general manager that has to wade through the waiver wire and make players, you know, pick up players knowing who's going to be out and everything. I'm like, there is no way that I would ever consider not being able to play CMC, Purdy, uh, you know, the guys that I had get me to the championship mm-hmm. only to lose because most of my good players are on by, yeah. and you've got guys that are on not-so-great teams, mm-hmm. but they're good players, so you're going to win. Yeah. What 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 is yeah, the yeah, what, yeah, what sense yeah, is there yeah, in teams that? Teams resting their starters because right. they've already clinched playoffs. Right. Or, you mean to you tell know, me Lamar yeah. is going to be the starter? Oh, yeah. This week, yeah. you mean to tell me that Purdy and CMC and and Debo and they're not going to play? No. Yeah. They're going to rest. There, they've got two weeks of rest. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and for someone to say, well, you know, it it it's a you you show yourself as a better GM doing that. No, you don't. It's just it's it's asinine to me yeah, that someone would play from, a week eighteen. Yeah, your team could go from potentially the best team in the league to. Yeah, Literally I could have the, the worst top scoring week. team yeah. in the league, mm-hmm. and I mean, in this in this redraft case, I'd have no quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'd have uh, one running back. I don't even know if I'd have a, a a second. I don't know if Mostert would even play. Yeah, I don't know because th- I don't I don't know if they are playing. Uh, you know, it yeah. just depends on who's playing for what and everything. Yeah, that, that's and it's crazy. just it, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're if you're counting on that. To make you win a championship, count me out mm-hmm. every single time. Count I'll take second. Give me my money back. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just I'm not I'm not oh, even yeah. getting but into yeah. a league like yeah. that. So, 
Um, that's all we've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, the year is is over. We, like I said, we'll probably have you know uh, one after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and we'll do mm-hmm. some talking about uh, Dynasty. Yep. And you around, know some around draft time or after the draft. And, yeah. Yeah. And and we'll probably you know we may talk about strategies mm-hmm. et cetera again. Um, come up with some new ideas to to get you you know winning in your league. You know I've had people tell me, gosh, you know I wish I would have listened to you because you know you finished first in two leagues and and third in another, and I'm not listening to your podcast and I'm finishing last in my my league. I you know I I can't make you listen to us. Yeah. Um. And I you know. I, I I agree with the guy who says it's it's part luck because it is part luck. Yeah. Um, I I do not consider myself to be smarter than everyone out there in fantasy football. Some of it's luck. Some of it is understanding how you know the the situation for how your your league is set up. Mm-hmm. Um, drafting accordingly. You know, I was always in the sixteen team league. I was always the guy who took three running backs before anyone else did Mm -hmm. in spite of someone taking uh, two of the top five wide receivers. That doesn't matter to me because there are so many wide receivers to choose from. There's a select pool Mm -hmm. of how many people are going to play on a weekly basis and get you points from the running back position. So it, it, you know, all of that comes into play. So, you know, a little bit of luck, you know, yeah. You know, doing your research and just experience. I mean, in your case, you've been doing it longer than I've been alive. Yep. So um, not to date you or anything. Um. I'm not looking to date you either. <laughs> yeah, both married. So. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, experience too. I mean, if you're, oh, if yeah. you're new to it, you're probably not well, going to be good right away. And, and I mean, it's going to take some time. You know, I mean, I've been doing things- it, what is this, year 14 or something crazy like that? And you and struggle I, every once in a while. Yeah, I yeah. mean, for the honestly, you know, emo, you know, hard out on the sleeve. Most years, I finish in the bottom half of the league mm-hmm. in, in my main, you know, redraft league that I've been with with all my buddies since the beginning. You know, uh, last season I finished second or third or something. You know, so I had a good season that year. But that was I hit on, you know, I took Jalen Hurts in the third when he was the number one that year. Yep. Hit on a bunch of, you know, Diggs actually being the top, <laughs> one of the top. And then Devontae, you know, I went Diggs and Devontae right off the bat yep. last year. So, you know, again, you know, draft and a little bit of luck. You hit on some of yep. those guys and, yep. you know, so, but Puka. yeah, I mean, yeah. Kyron Williams. I mean, yeah, staying active on the on the you know waivers yeah, yeah. and free agency and paying attention during the season. You know, obviously, you, can, you know, it's unless you do hit on all of your picks and your team is just good right off the bat, you gotta you know you gotta make moves and, and right. improve positions where you can and try and work trades and stuff like that. So right. I don't, it just comes with time. Yeah, you know, I mean, how many how many times have you ever ended up with the same? 14 or 16 players that you drafted i would i mean i think across all time of all fantasy football that percent it's probably less than a percent of teams right all time right in i mean fantasy we, football so, where so, you would end up with the same exact team you came you not, left the not, draft with now don't get me wrong we've got some cheap asses in our <laughs> in our 30 plus year league who refused refused to pick up players even if they've got bye weeks and they're not going to be able to play stuff, um, which I think is is wrong. But you know, I mean, I I never 
have the same team. In fact, I usually have, well, if, if we were to look at this, mm-hmm. I drafted, um, I, I think I have maybe, maybe half of the guys that I drafted. Same. Um, I mean, my starting quarterback was Daniel Jones. I picked Purdy in the 10th round or whatever, 10th round. Yeah, mm-hmm. 10th round because I needed a backup quarterback. Yeah. They were they were like this, you know, they mm-hmm. were they were neck and neck yeah. as far as, you know, who holds more value, but obviously it turned out great for me. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, you you think about, you know, how many injuries and how many guys that, you know, I drafted um, Marvin Mims thinking that he was going to have a breakout season. The guy is faster than all get out, but Mm -hmm. it hasn't translated into being a viable wide receiver. Unless you hit, again, you you hit on those like three weeks where he had the one, you know, two catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Right. But yeah, you know. Yeah. And I was, I don't think I was playing him at no. that time because yeah. I was, <laughs> I was only 1D, one mm-hmm. kicker, and probably one tight end and five running backs and four wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way, yeah. you know, you do it. Yep. So, um, you know, don't, don't think that, you know, you can't, you can't win. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, like you said, some of the tried and true, Things that I've been doing for three over three decades mm-hmm. can can certainly help you in thinking about how you determine how you go about drafting. Yeah. Why would you always take three running backs? Well, if I've got three starting running backs partway through the year, I can trade one of those guys and a decent wide receiver for one of the top two or three wide receivers. Correct. So, you know, you just, and and this year it didn't work because of injuries. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like Gainwell starting as the starting running back in Philly. And then all of a sudden Swift took over and it was all over. So, you know, it's it's all, you take chances, you hope that things turn out right. Mm -hmm. They don't always, but you keep uh, listening to the people and and reading articles and, Trying out, uh, trying to find ways to get better, and hopefully you can win. Yeah, for sure. So that's all we've got. Yep. I am Ozzy, and I'm Austin. Have a great week. See you later.